catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. This is a podcast from Minute Media. 119-115 Bulls over the New York Knicks. Welcome into the Windy City Bulls podcast. Brian Beto, Coach A coming up here, and we do talk a little bit of Bears and a little bit of Marcus Stroman to the Cubs. How about the Cubs dealing in on a three-year, $71 million deal? I was surprised and uh, pleased. Hey, Marcus Stroman is one of my favorite people in all of baseball, and it's cool that he's going to be playing in Chicago. Don't panic, White Sox fans. I know you're not super thrilled with Leury Garcia and not much else, but let's just let the lockout take place, which, by the way, Message to baseball, the fans are going to come back. You don't need to worry about when the season's going to start. I'd love to see you get a deal that is beneficial to baseball fans. Baseball fans in Miami, in Pittsburgh, in Kansas City, even in Chicago when the White Sox don't want to spend money. Of course, they're going to have their highest payroll that they've ever had. But look, the narrative that if the season doesn't start on time, that people aren't going to come back. I'm more worried that they actually get this right. Somewhere closer to a salary cap system. Something that looks like the NBA. Something that looks like the NFL. I have no faith that's going to happen, but that's what I'm hoping is going to happen. Uh, what I also didn't have faith was going to happen was that Io DeSumo was going to be throwing alley-oops to Alex Caruso, and the Bulls were going to have a guy by the name of DeMar DeRozan, who Kendall Gill on NBC Sports Chicago last night after the game said that there's three guys that I've ever seen hit shots that contested in my career. Michael, Kobe, and DeMar. Now, I don't know if that's quite accurate, but that's a hell of a statement by him. DeMar DeRozan has been incredible. And last night, he was just sweet. The, the footwork is amazing. The ability to shoot the pull-up is great. Even hand-in-your-face fading away, this guy has been an absolute revelation. And he, he's their, he's, he is the Bulls' best player. And Zach is great, too. And they're both going to be all-stars. But I think you can actually make a legitimate argument that Alex Caruso is the MVP of this team. Because whatever, second place, I don't know, third place, the big three, forget about, that's that's the most accurate, big three. It's not Damar, Levine, and Vooch. It's Damar, Levine, and Caruso. This guy is all over the place and is just a joy to watch play basketball. I He bothered me, admittedly, with the Lakers because I was so charged up by LeBron. But as a bull, and there was no reason for me to be bothered. He was just that good. It wasn't like he was you know, doing dirty things. That's the thing about him, too. He's scrappy, but he's not dirty. He, he has an integrity in his game. This is not a, a Matthew Della Vadova. This, this, is, this is a guy who is an incredible athlete. I mean, alley-oops at the rim, all of it. And uh, super smart. Super crafty, 
I, I don't think I've ever enjoyed a player that plays like him more than I've ever enjoyed Alex Caruso, albeit slightly short sample size. All right, on that note, let's get going here. Beto, Edelman, the coach. It's the Windy City Bulls podcast. Showtime. Coach, you're a Cub fan. Let's just touch on that for one second. It's Marcus Stroman, he's the only ballpark he's ever not pitched at is Wrigley Field. Does he know what he's getting himself into? Does he think he just signed with like the 2016 Cubs? What is Marcus Stroman doing? Coming to win. Coming to win. You know, the Cubs are the Cubs will the Cubs will turn it around. Let's let's give the Cubs credit. They'll turn it around in at least two years or so. Beto, does Stroman know what he's doing? Seriously. Uh yeah, he's getting paid $23 million a year and has a chance to cash out in two years and then get repaid for another five. And, you know, he, he talked about loving Chicago and all that stuff. But, yeah, it's easy to do that when you're getting paid all that money. I'll love anywhere. I, I from, don't think I love I Toledo. I love Terre Haute if somebody's giving me $23 million a year. I don't think they overpaid. Do you think they overpaid? No, no, not at all. I'm just saying, like, that's what he's doing. Like, you know, if anyone's willing to give them the money, uh, then yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think it signals that they're not done. I know they're done for now because of the lockout, but I don't, I think, I don't think, I don't know if he signs there. We don't know the other offers, but I don't know if he signs there. If he thinks like, okay, that's it. That's all we're going to do. And we're not going to add anything to the infield. We're not going to add another starter. So I think, this you is th- step one. You think that, that at Stroh got some guarantees from Jed Hoyer and company. Tom Ricketts came down from uh, Ricketts country. I wonder, is, is Marcus Stroman do. done, is Marcus Stroman done any research on the Ricketts family? I wonder, I mean, he is. Hey, when we did our Cubs pod, yeah, you know that I was into like, I'm like, if this is not 2011, they're not just going to sit on their thumbs for three no, years. I, I understand. But, but, uh, Marcus Stroman is is as far opposed to the way that the Ricketts family politically goes about their business as possible. I'm wondering if he like I'm I I'm legit wondering <laughs> oh, if, from that if standpoint. I, I'm I'm legit wondering if he's aware of that because because <laughs> that's one part of the Ricketts family and I'll and uh, that's I'm not I'm not whatever I'm I'm just curious if he knows I mean that. like I, I just want to know if he knows Jed. that I mean Theo and Jed worked and they're clearly yeah I not mean, aligned. Yeah, right. Jed, Theo and Jed, Theo especially, has made his political viewpoints at least understood. Yeah. So the Ricketts lo- family, for whatever it is that's political within the Ricketts family, they've done a pretty good job of not bringing that into baseball. I don't know. I see Todd Ricketts sitting in the front row at Wrigley. If, if, if Stroman knows who that is, I think he might opt out in the middle of, uh, in, in the middle <laughs> of the season. I'm just call, call me crazy. I like that you guys are, and we're all holding on that Theo is just still a part of the Cubs. He's, he's still here. <laughs> he hasn't left. We can, we can hope. We can hope. He's just like, you know, when he, after the one that world series where he goes, Jed's in charge, I'm going on a bender. Maybe he's just, I'm just assuming he's still on his bender. Like he's coming back. Jed's in charge for now. He Theo's probably, Jed probably does call him on every move still. Seriously. <laughs> what do you Wouldn't think? I a hundred percent. Hey dude, until you sign elsewhere, I'm going to ask you on every move until you're running the Mets. <laughs> I'm, I'm still talking to you until you're doing something else. I, okay. No doubt. And this is nothing against Jed. I just, you know, I, I like Jed. I'm just saying like, I would consult Theo. Hell yeah. Oh, right. Right. Uh, and since we're off track here, we'll get to the bulls in a second. Uh, <laughs> on this bulls pod. <laughs> have you, have either of you chanted fire Matt Nagy at any venue? No. no, you know, that was my high school that did that. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, so, okay. Hold on a second. Let, let's rewind back. Carrie Grove was where I went. Yes. 
Okay, so they they boo they said fire Matt Nagy with Matt Nagy's kid uh, on the field. Coach, you 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 deal with the youth of America uh, more more than we do from a coaching standpoint. I mean that that shit is wrong. I'm sorry. That yeah, that it's, is it's very it's very wrong, and um, I think the school handled it appropriately, saying you know that they don't respect doing something like that. I've been saying Matt fire Matt Nagy under my breath for two years. So I, I won't chant it in a public forum, but I certainly understand, uh, you know, that most of our fans and, and kids are going to make mistakes. You know, kids are going to, kids are going to make mistakes. And I think that's what get over the fact that the kids made a mistake though. I think that was one point. Let's get over it. Let's not dwell on what Carrie Grove did. They're kids and they, Kids made a mistake, and then the school stepped in, and they did they did address it. Uh, th- that's fine, but I- I'm just going to say, in high school, when I was riding in Andrew Boron's Pontiac Fiero and 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 having his dad call me out of school and going to the East Bank Club to play hoops and and dream about being Jordan, I I knew that that was um, not the right thing to do. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm sure uh, those kids know that as well. I I, th- I yeah. I'm sure those kids know that as well. But you know, you you're cheering for your team, you get caught up. To me, it's kind of the non-story. I think the story on Matt Nagy is the story of Matt Nagy. Is the story of the Bears organization is the story. I actually want to rewind back to how pathetic my high school life was. That the the craziest thing that I have said that I could ever do was that I went to went to the East Bank Club and played basketball and skipped school. What a <laughs> what a complete loser. Honestly, yeah. like you couldn't have been like, oh, I skipped high school to go like watch the Cubs in 84 in the bleachers. No, you went to East Bank Club to play basketball. <laughs> okay, just keep me out of high school in 84. I wasn't quite that. <laughs> yeah, I, I just picked a year of the Cubs. Yeah, yeah, okay. Years. Yeah, right. Well, um, good. but how I mean, they, they made a mistake. It was dumb. How much, how much trouble you get in with your dad, Carl? Zero. Zero. Skipping school. Co- Fred? Completely. Fred was not aware. Uh, uh, Fred, oh, yes. Fred, yeah, Fred, Fred's not a listener to the windy, unfortunately. Um, Fred, Fred needs I got to get a two week the- punishment for trying to do that. I yeah. tried to skip. I tried to skip school and then they called my my dad. To say, hey, your son's not in school. And so he then found 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 me and uh, pretty two much weeks. I was in school within about 30 seconds. <laughs> That's a good job by pops. I never uh, skipped school at Cary Grove. Good old CJHS. They never, never had to come out. You, you, you loved being there. You wanted I did, to learn. actually. I loved high school. It was great. <laughs> oh, oh my God. That's, that's amazing. Uh, yeah. When I, when I, okay, we don't need to go down this road too far, but I, you know, back in the day, you would take the phone off the hook because you knew the teachers were calling and there's, you know, there's no there was cell phones. Everybody had a landline. So you take the phone off the hook and then, um, uh, I showed up and I was like failing shop. Like I was afraid. I was afraid. To, <laughs> I, was afraid I was afraid of the shop teacher. I think it was done the Ferris Bueller and just yeah. like recorded a message. I, right. You know, like he did. <laughs> it's like, uh, I tried to call your, your parents. Cause you, you know, you, you, you're failing shop last night. Oh, uh, they must've been on the phone. Yeah, they were at six at seven and at three in the morning when I called again. <laughs> <laughs> you're, I love that. So, all right. Uh, yeah, I did the, just the, the Matt Nagy thing, just for the record. That's not the chant. You don't, it's not the coach. It's at least the coach and the GM. The, the chant should be sell the team. If you're going to chant anything. Do you think, do you think a bunch of 16 year olds are thinking about that? Do you think they're thinking, you know what? This is a really an organizational failure. Yeah, you know, you're right. I'm going to, I'm right. going to start 
chanting at the McCaskies at Matt Nagy's son's <laughs> football game. Exactly. I don't, I don't think there was much thought. It was just a, it was just okay. a dumb thing. They're just, co- they're just copying what had happened at the United Center and a few other places for sure. And I can guarantee you that was not the only place that had that sentiment during a football game at Lake versus Lake Forest this year. It just happened to be on TV and it was the state semis, so it was picked up. I'll do one more. What about Indiana University? I'm just I'm singling them out, because, but it's it's everywhere in college basketball. They're screaming sloppy seconds at at, uh, at whoever was playing because he had been with whoever. So, you're you're is that is that okay? Oh, I love Beto. So uncomfortable. It's so it's so, I just I'm just not a big like boo like. Right. Like it, it right. thing, but like, I'm not just going to be like, they're the worst people ever because I'm they not, did it. You know, okay, like, no, I'm just not a fan of it in general. So for I'm all not saying my, you're saying that. But. For all my young to windy listeners, I, you, I, I, I'm not trying to put you in jail, but I am trying to look at you and say, D- what are you doing? Don't, don't, don't scream yeah. sloppy seconds. Come on. You're, you, yeah. you, I mean, first of all, sloppy seconds. Congratulations. Wait, 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 wait to make a move. In, like, I mean, come on, you got to move on in life. Like what, <laughs> we're not, we're not here for, for a one-time thing. Let's, let's go. And, and the thirds and sixth and tenths and whatever, I mean, live your life. We're, thank you. We're not, we're not here to meant to be with one person. Damn it. Unless for all you high school, sweetheart lovers out there. All right. I'm way, I'm in a mood this morning. Hey, uh, coach, what are you most excited about, about your basketball team? Most excited. I think you said you most... had some, you said you had some, some odd takes today. So I feel no, like there's something I, you're excited I don't know about. If it's, I don't know if it's odd takes, but you know, I, if you're asking, what am I most excited about? I'm most excited that the first quarter of the season, the Bulls went 13 and seven. So multiply that up. We're winning 52 games, right? So that's, 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 you're the, taking that's the, the over on that's your 51. The excitement, the excitement is, is the start they got. But what I would tell you, I think the biggest excitement I have, I had no idea how good I, I said, and even saying, I thought Alex Caruso would be the underrated signing of the free agency. I still didn't know how good he was. He is the best value in the NBA right now. I mean, was he making eight to ten million dollars a year? Was it four for thirty-six, something like that? That's so nine. That's correct. Four for thirty-six. He's a better player than Lonzo Ball right now. I I, I know that Lonzo's. Uh, some people are going to say, "No way," blah, blah blah. But I want you to think about this in one way. At the end of the game, if you needed to get a basket. Would you give the ball and you couldn't, you don't have DeRozan, you don't have Levine, you don't have Vucevic, which player are you giving the ball to at the end of the game to help you get a shot? Is it Lonzo ball or Alex Caruso? I like the way you phrase it to help you get a shot. Cause I, I'm not, if I had to, if I just had to have a bucket, I'm going to give it to Lonzo and hope that he can get his step back off and he makes it. Uh, but if you're talking about facilitating a play, I think it's a great point. And even and even scoring, I mean, Lonzo Ball, how many free throws has Lonzo Ball shot this year? Like eight? Well, like I mean, literally. you you underline that, Coach, that he that he doesn't get in the lane. I mean, Vito, I, I, are are you are you with Coach on that? That you'd give the ball to Caruso? I'd rather have Lonzo facilitate, but I understand the point. I think. I actually think it's the flip side. If you're looking for someone, if, if you need a score in that moment, I'd almost rather have Caruso to the coach's point. He maybe can get to the line. He can finish more in the mid range and around the hoop than we've seen Lonzo. But I think Lonzo. You got more a, game than Lonzo. What's that? 
He's got more game than Lonzo. Like Lonzo, if you watch the very end of the Heat game, the possession where the Bulls are down, I think it was 114-109, and they needed to get a shot, a quick shot. Now, they were going to lose the game regardless, so this isn't like a blame Lonzo thing, okay? But It's a now, blame Booch thing, sorry. Right, it's 114-109, the ball goes into Lonzo, and Lonzo shoots a three-point air ball because they just switch, and he doesn't have the ability to, to really create a shot. It's just not in his game to individually create shots because he won't go to the basket, get fouled. He's not going to attack you that way. Caruso, Jeff Van Gundy had the best line of Caruso in the game that Jeff Van Gundy was the announcer. He says, Alice Caruso on a nightly basis tries to figure out what the team needs to win. And so you look at like the heat game when Zach Levine decides he's not going to shoot. Alex Crusoe tries to score. The Rockets game, they don't show up. He tries to score. The games where DeRozan and, and uh, Levine got it going, Crusoe just says, I'll just play lockdown defense. And I, I just, I'm, I'm stunned that the Lakers <laughs> let him go, to be honest with you. Now, being in LeBron's shadow, I think probably hid how good Alex Crusoe was. And with this Bulls team, He's being given an opportunity to kind of at some periods of some games be one of their main guys. I'm actually stunned looking at the numbers here. Beto, do you have any idea uh, how many free throws ball is shot compared to Caruso? No, no, with no context, no idea. You want to guess at it? It's it's stunning. I I mean, I'm not it won't surprise me because we've we talked about how he doesn't score inside of 23 feet. How, that how includes many, a 15 foot foul line. How, how many free throws do you think ball has shot this year? 20. Eight. That's what he, I said. Did I say eight? I was right. Actually. He, he's six for eight. That's the, that's hard to do. Yeah. Caruso, somebody that has the ball as much yeah, as a point I mean, guard. Uh, Caruso on the other end is 40 of 47. So I mean, whatever that, that coach, that's, that's a great underline right there. I mean, it's that that's, I mean, it's how he plays and the bulls are winning and all that. And, and Lonzo's not changed, but that's, that's, that's certainly a, an area for him to uh, where there's massive improvement available. Right. I mean, yeah. he's still, a I mean, he's very, 24, right. He's a very he's young player. Yeah. How have you shot eight free throws? <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I literally do think if you put me out there for a quarter of the, uh, of the, uh, the NBA season, I can get to the line eight times. I think I could do well, it. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens. Three-point shooters don't always get to the line. Talk about Kerry Grove. I think I had eight, eight free throws my entire career at Kerry Grove because <laughs> I just sat at the three-point line when I wasn't on the bench. Right, anyway. but you weren't you were the point guard. I mean, I get that the Bulls don't that's play at the traditional point it, guard it, level, but go ahead, Coach. And here's my second thing. I have a plea to Zach Levine. I, I'm, going, I'm going to make my, my plea to Zach. So if Zach Levine listens to the Windy, the Windy podcast, to Windy City. Please. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Windy City podcast. <laughs> <laughs> please, 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 Zach, don't come to a game not looking to shoot the ball. The, the, when Zach, the Miami Heat game, I blame Zach for that game. He came out in that game and said, I'm not going to shoot. And he can't do that with this team because DeRozan then becomes the shooter. If Zach wants to be the facilitator, 
is Zach tries to facilitate. That doesn't mean he can't pass the ball or hit open guys. I'm not saying he can't do that. But when he's coming out not hunting to score and looking to facilitate, you know who's kicking the ball out to? DeRozan for a three-point shot. Because DeRozan's man is going to help because he doesn't have to worry about him at the three-point line. So it's the opposite. You want DeRozan being that guy who's facilitating at times and kicking out to a Zach Levine, not Zach facilitating, not looking to score. And I said this years ago, Jim Boylan made one of the worst quotes ever. He said, I don't want to see Zach Levine shoot threes. He was like, I want him to go to the free. And, and I understood his point. He wants him to go to the free throw line more. And I said at the time, I want Zach Levine to play more like Clay Thompson. He is an elite shooter. Zach is an elite shooter. And when he gets in trouble is when he turns down that open three-point shot and then just starts messing around with the ball. And so, Zach, shoot the three-point shot. You should shoot seven to ten threes every night. Every night. He's too good a shooter not to shoot seven to ten threes. If anybody hits me up on Twitter and says that – and gives it votes either way. Who would you if, – if Billy Donovan walked out the door right now and pulled a Brian Kelly and said, I'm going to coach the whoever's – you can either have Coach A coaching the team or Jim Boylan back. If anybody <laughs> gives a vote on Twitter at at the Carm, I will send you some. I will send you a fan sided Everest bobblehead out of uh, which is a which is a great gift. Which of course we're recording a video. One. Don't Does you want? They, don't you they send any? If they if they answer Jim Boylan, do they get the bobblehead? They get the they, they absolutely <laughs> they they, they, Jim Boylan. They might get two bobbleheads if they go Boylan just for saying Boylan. <laughs> Who, by the way, NBA TV, really? You needed to hire Jim Boylan? With all due respect, shouldn't, I mean, Jim Boylan, talk about a guy who should be coaching Cary Grove High School. He could have given the message on Matt Nagy. Guys, we do not, we, that, that, that's not how we, that's where he belongs or on someone's bench deep, deep on it. Um, Beto, you want to follow up on that? Is the, uh, what, the, the, the coach? versus Boylan or the Bulls? Because <laughs> I'm going Coach A, so let that's over. Okay, okay, we we got that uh, part. I, I figured you, I figured you would be loyal, but I don't know. Like, uh, are you uh, are you with present. are you Thanks with Coach on present? Yeah, on Zach. On Zach. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree that I, I totally agree actually on the point, especially with because I've noticed that recently too in those games where when Zach has facilitated, I don't mind doing it if everyone else is like shooting well and scoring. He doesn't always have to go crazy, but there was times where it made DeRozan almost a spot up three point shooter, which we know is the most inefficient part of his game. I just think for me that Miami game, while I agree that Zach was brutal, like they just, and I know he was good against Charlotte. They just got to get more out of Vooch. And that's what excites. We talk about what excites us. What excites me is that they were 13 and seven in the first quarter of the season and they haven't peaked yet. They played really well at times, but there's definitely room for improvement. You have an all-star center who's played like Dolly Barbagarich for the first, you know, 19 games before <laughs> scoring. I, I can't, that was a really random poll, but I, I think you'd appreciate that. I, uh, I, I, did. I did. And so but... if he, if he plays well, and I know he, he was out and they, they absolutely need him to play well and needs to facilitate. He, they missed his passing when he was out, but if he gets going, I think you can really seem to see this team like, take off and really establish themselves in that upper echelon of the East. He had an interview with, uh, uh, I forget if it was either Jason and, and Stacy or if it was, um, 
uh, Adam and Stacy, whatever he was on NBC. And he, I, I thought he was, it was just interesting to hear him for some, for whatever reason, his, his relaxed vibe and him kind of bottom lining how the struggles of his season and how he needs to be better and, and what he's trying to provide the team and how, how he, how he knows how much important, how important it is for them to be successful. It gave me confidence that the Vooch is in a good spot. That's that's, I, I don't know if you guys he's got saw a track that. record. Yeah. yeah, I saw it. I know you love a good presser. It's not a marketing, you know? Yeah. Oh God, was that bad? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I agree. I, he'll get, I mean, he's got the track record, right. And he'll get there. I think it just in the, first quarter of the season it just it wasn't great but that's what excites me knowing that it's gonna likely get better coach where's your vooch concern one to ten ten being the greatest he sucks it was a terrible trade which is where i was at when they made the trade and that was wrong but yeah my my concerns out of three i i I haven't been tremendously concerned there there was um a time or two where his shot looked so off that that concerned me a little bit but uh, i think i think you know what you're getting with vooch and at some point, I do anticipate a shot coming back to him like it did last night. And the Bulls will the Bulls will figure that part part of it out. You know, the question with this team is no matter what, the question is when you get towards the playoffs, right? When you're playing in these games like the game against the Heat, how good are some of these players? Because the truth is, DeRozan is the only one with any level of playing in a high and Caruso, obviously, are the only two guys that played in really big games. So Zach has really never played in a big game in the NBA yet. Vucevic has played very little, if any, in really big games in the NBA. And Lonzo hasn't played in any big games. So that's the big question for these guys is when the when the when the game really steps up, like the Miami Heat game, everybody felt that. How are those guys going to step up? I want to bring in a little bit of Kobe White conversation because when he went nine of eleven and put up twenty, and and Zach Levine talk about the other things I love, Beto. Um, when 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 Kobe White's talking post game and guys are dumping water on him and and Zach is yelling, he's back, he's back. I was sitting there like, um, this is amazing. We got, I was dead wrong. Kobe's back because he just scored because <laughs> so he scored twenty against the Magic in a blowout win. <laughs> And then he then he goes to, then he shoots four for fifteen against uh, the Heat and and the Hornets. Um, and if you look at his overall stats, he's 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 coming in at thirty five percent on the year. And I get that he's coming off an injury, and now he's got COVID. But I was excited for a minute. It was like I was like I got to go apologize on the pod. I was wrong. Kobe fits with this team. But it, it like I did like that they like him. I don't know what what's where are we at on on, on Kobe's fit on the team right now. I'm in the same place I've always been with him. You know, he's hopefully going to give them instant offense off the bench. The team needs needs his shooting. So got to give him some time. Unfortunately, with COVID now, it's a long season. I know it doesn't feel that way because right now we're invested for the first time in the team at this point of the season. I mean, think about usually at this point of the season, we're just like, all right, get ready for a 25 to 31 year, right? So this is the first time we're really invested. Remember, it's a long season. Hopefully by the time we get to game 50, 55, and I know that sounds long, Kobe White is starting to round into form. And that's still 25 games of the regular season and then into the playoffs, which you're expecting the Bulls to be part of, for Kobe to round into form. But this team's going to need him, and they're probably going to need to find 
I'd like us to find a Gabe Vincent. Where's our Gabe Vincent, right? Who can come off the bench and score 20 points on a given night. We need a player like that. We don't have a player like that on the bench right now. Like Javante Green, Ayo DeSumo, love their defense, love their energy, but they're not hitting a 20-point night for you. I yeah, can't I believe you just busted out Gabe Vincent. Dude, I was going to throw th- – I was throwing things at the TV that game because the guy couldn't miss. He turned into Steph Curry that night against the Bulls. He was hot. I mean, are you saying – is that your point in bringing up Gabe that we got to scour the G League for the next Gabe Vincent? Yes, this team needs it. This team needs at Scoring off the uh, do, do we just want to be a good – we can be a good 50-52 to 52 win team this year, right? We can be that and lose in the first round potentially or make it to the second round and, and get smashed, right? Or we could aspire to be a championship-level team, and this team's going to have to add some depth inside, and they're going to have to add at least one more player that can give them some real shooting off the bench. And, you know, whether that's – remember when Bryn Forbes – I can't remember. It was like Forbes for San Antonio all of a sudden came in and gave it the, the Spurs a lift when they were still trying to win championships, if I remember correctly. But players like that, they're out there that, yeah, he's not, you don't need a 30 minute player, but an 18 to 24 minute player that on a given night can hit three threes in a row, like Daniel House did against the Bulls yeah. with the Rockets at night where he, he just went off. We do need to find a player like that. For sure. Do you know who was the best at that or utilizing a player like that? Tibbs, the backup point guard. He had 100%. CJ Watson, Nate Robinson, Aaron Brooks. All those yep. dudes just could come off the bench and just create and score. There were more. Who else was in that in that weird any point guard that we pick up? Somehow Tim's turns him into an all-star for uh, DJ 20. Augustine. DJ Augustine. Yep. So I was thinking of. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's, that's <laughs> they can use that. Team, so this team needs it. They, they, I would love to see them add that. Um, but I think Kobe has a very important place on this team for this year. I, I, I don't see you trading him at the deadline. I think he's going to be on this team. If, if anything, he's a guy that gets traded at the end of the season um, would be my guess. You know, Nate Rob was in there too. And by the way, Nate Rob was pissed that Tibbs only used him because he absolutely had to use him. He, he did not want to give Tibbs credit for creating the space that Nate Rob took up when we beat the Brooklyn <laughs> Nets in seven and Joakim Noah was the greatest player to ever play basketball. Uh, those were the days. Did you enjoy the moment with Le- LeBron on the baseline with you guys? This program was recorded on tape for a live audience. When I got dunked on? Yeah. Why would I enjoy getting dunked on? I, I don't know. Well, you got the crowd going. You were cheering. It, it was some emotion there. I loved there. it. It was amazing. <laughs> Best feeling. What a bad question. (laughs) American Giant makes the durable, comfortable spring closet staples you need for work, the gym, and even happy hour. Made in America. Designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.